Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the Just Conversation podcast. I am your host for this uh, additional episode, Jack. Jack Thomas. I am here to just introduce, we're, we're going to jump right into this uh, quickly. Uh, we There's going to be no talk after the conversation that we have. And it's just a follow-up episode to the episode I uh, where we had guest Blake Weatherly from the Tap Snaps podcast to discuss the New Zealand uh, shooter. We were well; it was one of the topics discussed on that episode. The problem is we had a follow-up shooting that took place in California the day the episode went up. And that was just a couple of days ago. It was uh, the Saturday of... I don't even remember what the date for that Saturday was. I'll tell you right now. Let me come look over here. Because I I live in a bubble where days of the week don't really exist for me the way you'd think. So it was the Saturday... uh, Saturday the 27th of April. An episode where we were talking about the New Zealand shooting went up. And we had a discussion. And we made several predictions about how strange and weird this uh, situation was and what things we thought would come from it. Our predictions were based on what we think would happen and the possibility that there would be a copycat killer. And uh, that actually turned out to be the case. There is a copycat killer who, just like the New Zealand shooter, uh, put up a manifesto. He tried to live stream it. That did not work, but he tried to live stream it just like the New Zealand shooter. He surrendered identically. He called the cops on himself and just waited, surrendering peacefully. And uh, the one thing we don't know yet is if he's going to defend himself in court, which I don't doubt is going to be the case. But upon this happening, me and uh, Blake quickly jumped in uh, a conversation to see if we can set up something to quickly. Uh, get a follow-up episode to sort of dissect this second tragedy that's happened in California. And uh, though uh, before we jump into this, I, I, I want to specify that I, we don't condone any type of violence. We don't condone... This is a tragedy. This is a real bad thing that has happened, and it's happened twice now within a month span, pretty much. It looks like a month, maybe less, maybe more. Sometime around there. It's been less than two months since the original New Zealand attack happened. And uh, we're not condoning any of the things that have happened. We're just dissecting the information that we have been given from probably unreliable media sources that are twisting whatever words they get to their advantage. We have no way of knowing. We're just using the information we have and sort of trying to dissect the events that take place, have taken place, that could potentially continue to take place because of just reasonable conclusions based on the information provided. So I want to start with that, that we do not condone it. I hope nothing more happens, but there's no fucking way to know what or when or how or why. Why seems to be the biggest question that uh, this bonus episode is uh, providing. So I hope you guys enjoy sort of our breakdown of the conversation. Um, There's going to be no conversation afterwards. This is just just what it is this is just what it is uh, at the end of the episode all you're gonna hear is you know plugs from blake you're gonna hear plugs uh given by me and uh that's pretty much it that's all that is 
So I hope you guys enjoy, and uh, it sucks that this has happened. It is a tragedy. My thoughts and prayers go out to everybody who has suffered with the events of both of these tragedies. It was a weird thing I dodged the first time, but now I am invested. So hope you guys enjoy the conversation. Really, we got to begin where it starts with the original episode where we were kind of talking about the uh, shooter in New Zealand. And we postulated that, yeah, we postulated that there was either going to be a copycat or that this was going to kind of fizzle out. No one was going to talk about it anymore. I think and, both of those things happened. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was weird the day the episode published. I know. It was, like, it, it was the very same day. Yeah, it was like two hours later or some shit like that. This other crap went down. Yeah, so basically we got um, this 19-year-old kid going into a synagogue in California. um, Killed one person, injured four, I think. And uh, But where that gets scary is when he put his manifesto up online, he basically was calling out the New Zealand shooter as being like his inspiration. Um, Then he issues a call to arms on the... uh, kind of 4chan 8chan polls and from there it just jesus yeah yeah it sort of gets out of control i don't even know how this happened in the first place it's sort of absurd that uh well first it's it's all the same patterns it's all the same thing this other guy did of the post in um, to him that post was equal to to a complex manifesto he thinks he did that equal to the other guy he did the surrender the same as the other guy he went into a church the same as the other guy he he quoted the same places i didn't even know this beforehand i was reading further onto it before uh starting this today and uh one of the things i i saw was that he also said literally word for word to uh follow pewdiepie in the same way i found that yeah, fascinating it's, it's i mean it's gotta be like we were talking about the other day where they're just kind of throwing these memes around um I, I i don't know what the meme is i think it had something to do you know pewdiepie got in trouble uh not too long ago i was looking into it because he made um a, he made kind of like a joke about jewish people on one of his uh streams yeah and apparently just got a lot of shit for it because you know now in pewdiepie's defense when i read the joke i can't the joke was so uh i guess tame for lack of a better word i can't even really remember what it was i don't think it was anywhere near uh deserving of the backlash he got for it but that's but you know that's kind of like where we are at yeah to a certain it's outrage culture everybody wants to freak the fuck out at something else at all times but like i I think the joke was people were like comparing like PewDiePie was, you know, the new face of anti-Semitism on the internet. Yeah. And the, the true anti-Semites were just kind of laughing about it. I think that's where that comes from. But then again, it might be such a place of absurdity that I, I don't really know, but, but it is really interesting when you compare and contrast the manifestos um, between New Zealand and this California shooter uh all the crossing the, lines 
Yeah, and the the really the strange thing for me was is um the age. Like uh this guy in California was only 19, which is right in the freaking gap we were talking about. We were saying that yeah. anybody who's like 10 to 25 is what that New Zealand shooter was originally trying to aim at. That that age group is what he was trying to get the attention of. And now this fucking next guy happens to be 19, just perfectly fitting in that bracket. Yeah, I mean, he he grew up playing all the video games that have been referenced. He's been immersed in meme culture his entire life. Um, and I mean, I guess, you know, with him going on 4chan, or excuse me, 8chan, um, in this instance, which is really weird, because um, see, I never really go on 8chan, um, never had the inclination to. But the more I've learned about it, it seems like 8chan um, is just kind of like 4chan on meth. Yeah, yeah, a little and, more intense, uh, uh, a little, <laughs> a little more extreme. Yeah, they go a little harder on 8chan apparently. Um, like I said, I I, I don't know. But that's that's the essence of what I've been getting from reading. I definitely haven't been going to the website uh, after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't want to end up be, being flagged just for yeah. fucking visiting the shit. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay off lists right now. But uh, it's it's really interesting because you know, right when this came out, I think I even messaged you on Twitter and I was like, yep, this is it. Yeah, dude, you caught me off because I had no idea. Again, I stay away from news. It took you telling me for me to find out and then I started digging some things up and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And dude, the scariest part is that one, uh, sadly, if anybody who might get angry at this following comment, I applaud the both of us for being able to sort of think our way to the conclusion that actually took place. That's impressive, regardless of how dark the outcome is. But the second part is that it's predictable to that degree. So that's the bigger problem, because now we know this could be stopped if we can so accurately that, bro, we got nothing wrong. We got nothing wrong out of all the things we predicted. And if they're for god forbid that there is a third incident it's gonna start to look more like some kind of orchestrated set of events like there is somebody pulling the strings right now it's what what is the rule first time it's chance second time is coincidence the third time then you gotta start questioning it so right now we're in the coincidence state somebody bouncing off of the original set of events sort of how we predicted well i mean it it feels like um it almost feels like a, a set of dominoes falling. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of gaining speed now. Uh, I think I think the frequency of stuff like this is going to be interesting to take into account. Um, I honestly, it, it's really it's really strange to me to see this happen uh, like so quickly. But at the same time, I mean, I think, you know, when you consider like the hundreds of millions of people in the world that are, you know, interconnected through the Internet, I mean, you could also make the argument that it's strange this isn't happening more in the Western world. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the the really the really strange thing about it is this is. It's becoming more um, like so kind of kind of like when we look in american culture especially and we start looking for like these kind of divisions that are being created you know the first ones that jump out especially towards like the obama era was kind of like um the racial 
barrier in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which that so that's that was kind of that started, and then now we have um kind of like the gender barrier um is coming, and as we got, we're looking for like these divisions uh between people, and all of a sudden it seems like the religious barrier has just kind of like propped up again. Yeah, yeah, it kind of it's kind of like it quieted down and was almost like a backdrop to everything else. But now it's like this religious barrier steeped in um, what we can only really describe as like, because I mean, it has, it has components of it all in there. Cause I mean, you know, it, it seems religious at a certain point, but then, you know, it's in like the backdrop of a white supremacist movement. Yeah. But, but here's mean, the thing. I, it's such a, how do I put it? It's such a like meme cover up you could say to aim at religion in any fashion at this point because of all the things that are surrounding the context in which it's happening the context in which these assaults these attacks are taking place makes the religious aspect of it almost ironic and one of the things i want to address on that is that I, w- I was reading on how r- on radicalism, particularly, I was getting fine-tuned on the idea of radicalism, which is essentially when you get brainwashed by a group of people. A lot of the time, it tends to be uh, religiously based to have you join and uh, pursue their cause, their cause in their favor. And ultimately, it looks like you're a part of it, but in reality, radicalization is they're using you until you're no longer useful, and then you're expendable. The shooters claim radicalization, which makes no sense because radicalization has to happen without your awareness. You have to think you're doing the right thing in order for you to claim radicalization now is saying they brainwashed you and you know it. It is it is kind of, you know, I didn't think about it like that, but that is kind of remarkable. Also, too, is when um he was talking about, he was like, yeah, you know, I've been lurking for a year and a half and I was radicalized. And it's kind of like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, how the a fuck? Year, a year and a half? It's crazy. I mean, it's uh, absurd. It's like they're, they're, they're trolling directly to our faces and people are eating it. Don't get me wrong. He threw the word radical and everybody ate it like they knew what was happening, but it doesn't make any sense when you give it further thought. And you're like, he couldn't have been radicalized and aware of it. You know, that is that is kind of strange when, um, you know, I never really thought that radicalized is more of a descriptor as opposed to like a self-description. That's uh that's really interesting to think about, but but yeah I mean but there there's a lot of this um I mean it's it's exceptionally neurotic to a certain point like uh the what's really interesting too I just looked at um Chan made an official statement from their Twitter account and uh, they said the uh, Poe shooters post on Chan was taken down nine minutes after creation. There are only screen caps available and no archives exist since the post was deleted so quickly. Uh, also, that is not true. That is there not true. Tr- yeah, I was about to say there are a tremendous amount of archives uh, available. That was someone actually sent the archive to me because I was asking about where the manifesto was. Um, it is neat that they took it down so quickly. Um, but, you know, even further than that, some uh, there was some feeling around a couple of days after this where a person on the poll board uh, posted a fake manifesto. And triggered like an FBI response. Yeah, that happened. Uh, 
See, that's so definitely a problem that we're going to have based on just these, even if not a single further one takes place, the fact that two take took place, uh, anything that gets posted on the internet is going to now be in this, like they're definitely attacking freedom of speech and anything that people say even a little relative, even close, even ironically, even as a joke, even on different sites is now going to get a lot of attention. People have to start worrying about what they post on the internet more and more. Freedom of speech is literally being hurt by this. Yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm uh I've got crossed feelings on it. One, I am happy that there hasn't just been like a Department of Homeland Security repossession of the uh domains. Yeah. And basically just scorched earthing them. But then on the same – but in the same vein, it's like, okay, so these are you know free speech zones. We're going to respect that to a certain extent. Um, now you know you just have government entities sitting on them and watching. Yep. So they might not shut so, down the places, but go ahead and say something and they show up at your door. Yeah. I mean it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fine line. I, I, think, I think in reality the, the only actionable things they can do is if you actually threaten – a uh a location um but you know that that even crosses into some of the ambiguous nature of our like hate speech laws in america and like what constitutes hate speech yes. i mean it gets it gets even more muddled when you get over into um the united kingdom where they've passed these really ambiguous laws against like hate speech and hate rhetoric and like what constitutes it where, um, you know, essentially criticizing Islam can be construed as like a hate crime, construed as a racial, racially charged hate crime. Because I don't know if you know this, Islam's a race, uh, yeah. which is a is a thing now. But uh, in America, it's a, it's a little bit different. But it's we, gonna be weird seeing how they go forward. We might have to, sadly and tragically, have to be aiming in that direction. We might potentially be faced with the necessity to i don't know to have to start censoring types of speech in order to stop i don't know growing the monster because uh, the the problem isn't what one person says the problem is that they say it somewhere where it potentially looks like fuel is being thrown on the fire because the problem yeah. is, you go to somewhere like Achan, they might not be agreeing with what you're talking about, but you're not going to be able to tell just by being an outsider looking, because you're going to throw it in there. Their initial thought on somebody saying, I'm going to go shoot up this place is, well, I can't do anything about it, so let me just make a joke instead. Now, from the outside perspective, this asshole is encouraging that asshole, and now you got a problem. Yeah, yeah and you know the, the other thing, too, is, and uh, I think I briefly mentioned it to you last time we talked when uh, we were we were discussing this uh, John Ernest guy uh, and uh, the the California shooter, he he posted a tremendous amount of Bible quotes in his uh, manifesto. Now, what was weird about that is traditionally, at least on I know 4chan, uh, they hate Bible thumpers. Yeah, and that doesn't make any any sense at all. There's almost an equal disdain for all religion if we were to look at. Like I guess the kind of prevailing motif of uh, 4chan's poll is it's more of kind of like an atheist agnostic. and really Yeah, they're more religion. likely to worship the spaghetti monster than anything. Yeah, well, really, it's the spaghetti monster and Keck. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
so but if you come on there and start bible thumping you're going to be met with almost as much equal disdain as any other i guess popular religion so it's it's weird that you know he would come on there and spit you know i was radicalized and then root that in kind of like a christian centric but then the question idea. here is is 8chan the same as 4chan in that nature where it's uh very anti-religion and they do basically hold up the uh the irony gods i mean i i imagine i i, I can't imagine it that would be lost you know because i mean i've never been on 8chan but from everything i've heard and everything i've read especially from some of uh, the people I know that are on 8chan, they, they describe it as just being, um, like I said, 4chan on meth. It's, yeah. it's just everything is way more exaggerated and everything is way more prevalent. So I can't imagine that would be lost in that translation. Maybe the warp is that heavy. Maybe it is. That's an interest. Like, I don't want to go find out. But, like, maybe it is so warped that it does that whole... How do you put it? You know that chick who's so ugly, who she like she's hot because she's that ugly. That kind of idea that you're so dumb, you're smart again. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of give and take where, like, if you, so if you're, if you're trying to speak on, like, we need to exterminate, you know, Muslims, we need to exterminate uh, Jews, but you come at that from a center of Christian. That's uh, the a problem. Christian focus. Yes, there's yes, a I see. lot conflicting there. Yeah, yeah, I see where... the problem there. Because if it was that you approached it and you, you know, had intelligent irony in some sort of way where you stood on all sides at the same time, threw a comment in the fire, and it was clear that you were not picking a side, but rather making a statement, that could fly easier in a place like that. But the fact yeah. that he claimed so brutally and clung to one side is what's weird about it yeah and um but like i said i i'm still in disbelief that the websites are still up because i honestly thought this was it like it's done he said all the right words like he said all the right things and uh i was like this is it i'm not the i'm not blown away dude i am totally not blown away this goes back to what we were talking about before which was Who's really, like, at the end of the day, the government flexes because they need to tell us and they need to convince us. But the people who really have the power have no need. And the government knows who really has the power. And when it comes to the internet of the world and all the things that exist within, you don't want to go to their home and fuck with it. And those people True. happen to live in those places. And the government knows that. They're just flexing but right now the big dogs are the ones who you want to point at and that's a problem you can point all the fingers in the world they don't care but once you take action you've got a different problem and it looks like that statement has been proved we predicted no action would be taken and guess what no action was taken dude oh, and you know in, in lieu of making predictions the next I mean the next prediction is now a church has to get shot up I hate I hate to say it like that and say it so passively and calmly, but that that's the next domino. Yeah. So we have a synagogue getting hit, we have a mosque getting hit. Yeah. Now we have to complete the cycle of violence. We need a church to get hit. Yeah, a Christian it, church but, but is going to get hit following it, this pattern. Yeah, and it needs to be by someone in the same exact vein as this. 
Yeah, uh, they have to. Reason. They have to have a manifesto that they post up to 8chan or 4chan. They need to have. They need to surrender immediately after the shots take place. After the attack is done, they need to claim, dude. If they also say the same PewDiePie thing, that's crazy as hell. By the way, you know that yeah. uh, uh, PewDiePie publicly stated he wanted that meme to end, and then they paid a plane to fly over New York with a sign saying "Follow Pewdie- PewDiePie." <laughs> It's, it's unreal, man. Dude. It's absolutely unreal. Uh, but what do you think about um, how you were talking about that they're su- they're surrendering and being taken alive? Do you do you think there's something to that, dude? I do think there's something to that. I think now this this is the the tinfoil hat we we throw around being worn right, right now. But it, it in. If we were to say that it's not coincidence and it's not a domino effect, but rather it's an orchestration of some sort, we have another guy who's going to be in a court that cameras are going to be aimed at him and he's going to have the freedom to say whatever if he defends himself, which I'm super sure based on all of this other shit, he's going to choose to do as well. I think that these are several different events with three-part acts in them. And they could be, again, super paranoid and probably unlikely, but putting together some sort of collective message or an individual message from their parts for some bigger purpose or something along those lines. Like, there's a bigger picture that they're serving by doing this sort of surrender act, get in court, get in front of a judge with a bunch of cameras, and then you drop some sort of bomb. Well, it's it's also really interesting too because you know I, I, the the more I've been reading, I'm going around on some of these kind of like blog centric uh, publications like Vox and Huffington Post and Salon and on and on and on. And uh, what one of their things is they keep saying that you know like exposure is one of the troubling aspects of this, where you know they're like, well, you know, 4chan and 8chan and these kind of dark corners of the internet aren't going to change their ways. All we can do is you know try to like stem the tide of uh, quote unquote new recruits. Uh, coming to them now here's the issue you're publishing these articles to the whole world and you're saying we need to stem basically the flow of people to these websites while actively name dropping them and telling people how to get there yes 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 uh that brings me back which, to PewDiePie, which is he actively said same thing with uh don't same thing with them going to trial yes Oh my god, it's the same idea, yes. With PewDiePie, when he went public and he said, please, like, kill this meme, it's it's bad, I'm not involved in this. The first thing that happened is news outlets went fucking crazy and started putting it everywhere. So you defeated the yeah. purpose of him saying it by making it more popular. The response was some asshole paid a fucking plane to wave that same thing, ironically, over New York City. The yeah. same way we don't want to bring attention to these killers, but we sensationalize the trial that's going to be coming up. And that's you know, there's you know the the whole like concept of sens- uh, of sensationalizing this whole thing has to be uh, one aspect of what makes it um I don't know like appealing and romantic to these people because uh, you know it's it's very similar to. Um, when we kind of look at the romant the uh, romanticizing of you know radical Islamic terrorism um, a couple of years ago, when um, it was basically the uh, concept of martyrdom, which is is, is like something that you wanted to strive for 
because in like making your sacrifice, quote unquote, um, you will reach a martyr status and you will be celebrated. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah like, like you that. transcend human value by by committing to something greater than yourself. It's ridiculous. But it's like but like every it's like every system we have in place, even though this is almost very in some ways it's similar in some ways it's very different from that but we almost have a system set up to kind of martyr you on the internet whether you want to be or not if you go through these motions you will you will basically be talked about and you will get so much attention it's immortalization it's the same as a pharaoh getting a bunch of people to make a giant statue of him because it's going to be a lot harder to forget this man if one all these people struggled for it and two there's a giant fucking statue with his face staring down at everybody for the next 300 years the same idea is here once you you get put like everybody had to deal with the thing and everybody knows because the tragedy we make it a tragedy even if you weren't there oh how tragic oh how horrible the things these people went through now you go online you read about it you feel like you were there oh so sad this whatever and you got to use a little hashtag uh never again and the hashtag for a rest in peace for these people in this cause and how horrible this event so now you're part of it it's part of your story too even if you're just some random across the planet so you've involved yourself in the situation on top of the fact that this guy is being immortalized through this behavior once it's over it's in everybody's mind these stories get passed on it's already on the internet staring you in the face for the rest of eternity anybody could type any random thing it's like typing charles and then manson's name pops up he didn't plan for that but he's always gonna be there yeah and uh but like i said i mean there's there's such a a willful ignorance um and a, and a lot of things where you have the you know these publications can't help but talk about it because it hits all the right buzzwords and you know is is great for uh fostering traffic to their platforms which i mean like i understand but at the same time at what cost so you mean they're they're talking about you know like we need to do something about 4chan and 8chan and you know i'm reading this article and then they go into you know accessing these websites they're calling on cloudflare which is a really weird thing you know cloudflare is um basically the uh, server hosting platform that a lot of these websites use uh cloudflare can remove you from the internet they did it with uh what was it it was a stormfront a stormfront stormfront was this old uh, let's see. It happened in. It was not that old. Stormfront was basically like uh, a white supremacist website, uh, but it was carved into the website. It wasn't as ambiguous as like just an open board for people to talk on. Um, let's see. Yeah, they terminated the account of Daily Stormer in following Charlottesville, Virginia, in 2017. Uh, Cloud Cloudflare literally burned them off the internet. So there's just no trace of anything relative to them. There might be some archives, but the website was probably already de-indexed, and the archives were probably deleted by Google or any other people. Yeah. Um, but the th- but the thing is, most most of people most of the things on uh, da- Daily Stormer was just like uh, pole light, where it was just a bunch of edge lords running around uh, screaming white power. Yeah. And no one really took them that seriously, I don't think, as far as like fringe internet posters. Like if you were on 4chan's poll, you didn't really care about Daily Stormer because all of that was just available to you anyway. 
uh, on the uh, on the, in the conversations. There was no loss of people running around screaming the same things. So why you would go seek it out, I'm not sure. But that was kind of a that was kind of a big thing when that happened because it, it was actually Cloudflare. It was actually the host that killed the website. Uh, and they haven't done anything similar to that again. But now you have people calling on them to do the same with 4chan and 8chan. I and, so doubt it that they will do anything. Well, I'm sure they've already been contacted by the FBI. And the and basically the FBI has probably told them, hey, keep it up. Don't take them down. Because if you take them down, we can't control what happens. Yeah, At least like as, it, the, as they exist now, we have some measure of monitoring. We have some measure of controlled response. Yes, because they're still they're still where they are, rather than spreading out like wildfire everywhere else and doing whatever they want anywhere else. That's sort of the 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 thing that has to be controlled. You don't want the all of society already in panic because of the shooters that have happened and then immediately while we're in panic about going to church or going to a school because of the crazy amount of mass shootings now you have to worry about jumping on the internet because your computer could be confiscated but not just that the fbi themselves needs these same resources to track other people down you attack these people you potentially lose your ability to use these same services because they're just unplugging you out of anger. They don't even need more motivation. You're going to get attacked based on your attack on them. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of reaching a boiling point. Uh, and I think, I think this is where we're going to, we're going to kind of see, um, uh, the rate at which this is happening. If it's going to kind of increase in frequency or kind of fizzle out, the uh i mean it will be interesting to see where this goes if we get more copycats uh, more people kind of saying that you know in so many ways they were radicalized online uh and then kind of like how they were radicalized is going to be strange to look at because it's um it's like you said you know that like people openly admitting they were radicalized as opposed to like that they're aware of it is remarkable in of itself but then for them to you know go from there and actually commit real world violence is is really it's, i don't know it's really strange it's, it's, yes, a, it's an it's issue of high strange so out of place that any action has taken but the one the one common factor we can say is that both of these individuals who've orchestrated these attacks do seem like they don't belong. Their behavior on these platforms tells us they look like outsiders. And to anyone else looking in, they might seem that they're part of the group because they speak the same language and know the same things. But as both of us individuals who have one time or another partaken in these platforms, it's easy to see how there are 
just things that stand out about them, about their behavior, about them claiming, just claiming religion, about actually performing an act in the real world. That enough tells us they're outsiders. But then claiming religion, that tells us they're outsiders. The angle they're coming from makes them look like outsiders. And it looks like somebody who just went in, maybe tried to be part of the community, uh, maybe planned to do these things anyways, or had some ulterior motive to do these things. And... uh, whether they were angry that they couldn't incorporate the right way and name dropped in a sense, or they're part of a weird sub sub community from within who is for whatever reason participating in this thing or a complex domino coming from the original attack. It, you can tell that they're not part of it. And if they are, they're part of something that the majority of the people there aren't. Yeah, I mean there there's I mean there's plenty of like uh fringe um you know like white power neo nazi crap and usually I mean those people get made fun of the same way anyone else gets made fun of on these websites. It's like um it's almost um like if you come on there and you're you're a true believer unironically uh you're going to get made fun of just that's the nature of the beast. Everything yeah. is ironic, everything's a joke. Um so when you when you come on there and you're a true believer and you're Bible thumping as kind of like the predicate of your true belief, you're going to get relentlessly made fun of and and to harbor no animosity towards that. I don't I don't understand. And and then you, you fall into these kind of logic traps where, you know, the things they're espousing are, are very similar to things that like people on these boards hate. Uh, one of which was, um, they, people get really upset about like these kind of like far sweeping lumps where people are like lumping everyone into a category Yeah, and, and then they turn around and do it. You know, one of the things, um, the, uh, Ernest guy was said in his manifesto was that like all Jews are complacent, uh, are, are part of, um, this sy- systemic, uh, genocide of Europe. And it's like, what? You know what you just said blew my mind, and I didn't like, I didn't picture this the right way before. But what you said hit home in such a weird way, which is that they're saying things like, I, we were just talking about this for the longest, but I don't know why it clicked right now that you said they've said things that have, that sort of people on 4chan and 8chan should theoretically not get along with. They shouldn't like those things. But for the outsiders, they react the same way. They yeah. don't like what they're saying. They don't like what they're doing. This is a troll so complicated. It is trolling the people on the troll websites. That's basically what's happening here. It's pissing the people there off and pissing the people outside of there off all at the same time. Well, like, I mean, even then, like, if you took all all of this manifesto, and I mean, this is just me going off of my knowledge and experience with being on 4chan at 4 o'clock in the morning while I'm at work, uh, looking for, like, funny pictures and threads. Uh, if I, if, if you posted this manifesto but took out all of the, like, um, you know, I'm going to kill people, and you made it just, uh, you know, a normal shit post, a normal kind of racist, weird, anti-Semite shit post yeah uh but keep the bible quotes in there and keep everything in there throw that up it's going to get saged so what saging is is where someone will come in there and they'll be like hey kill yourself 
uh, expletive, expletive, uh, comma, sage. And when you throw sage into the post, it doesn't boost the post. So, you know, posts stay popular and stay up on these boards because you're replying to them. Yeah. When you throw the word sage in there, it basically hides the reply. The original poster can see it and see that you responded because he's obviously monitoring the thread. But the post doesn't actually get boost boosted. It doesn't stay relevant. It doesn't stay on the top of the boards. That that's a way, and that I honestly imagine there would be thirty responses of "Hey, kill yourself, Sage," yeah. and uh, because they don't want to keep boosting your post because they think you're just an idiot. Man. And it'll slowly fall off of the top of the boards, and then it'll get four hundred four, and it'll go down. The only reason this has stayed incredibly relevant is because it's to the backdrop of violence. Man, that's the whole thing. It's so it's fucking crazy, man. It's so fucking crazy. I don't even know. Like this is the real world right now. This has happened twice in a row. This is like reality. This is what we're living. This is a real set of events that have taken place in the world. And they're so confusing, so conflicting that we don't entirely understand what the fuck is going on. We got theories and yeah. kudos our predictions sadly tragically worked out but in a way i still don't know how i still don't know why i mean it, it might just be it might just be a circumstance where like you honestly can't truly understand this i mean you can you can write it off and rationalize it you know be like well this is just crazy this is just crazy white supremacist and you're kind of falling into a uh, trap with that because this seems to be a little bit more complex than just simply a bunch of white supremacists. I mean, th this kid was this kid was from California, was a nursing student from California who had no affiliations with anything remotely resembling like white supremacist groups. Yeah. And but it, but it's like, you know, we take this manifesto and his affiliation with this website and it's like, boom, headshot. He's he's a uh, he's a white supremacist. Clear cut. Uh, it, it's it's real. I mean, it's really weird. Uh, the the other thing that's really strange is this is bringing up a huge discussion on the concept of free speech, which I feel like has always been kind of coming. And the, these are des definitely kind of testing the boundaries of what's acceptable as far as free speech and hate speech. And I think will be a driving force and new laws that are going to be made dealing with this. The thing is, I hope that the basically the entities that monitor this have the wisdom to know that the second we basically legislate these corners off of the internet, then they go deep web. And that's and a problem. Now you can't monitor them. Yep, because then you got a real issue. At least where you know they are, how you know they're there, and you can sort of see what's going on, even if you don't understand it. They're they're somewhere. You can aim at a location. You can be like, look over there. That's a thing that can still happen. Once they do get attacked, it's not that they don't exist. It's that they're invisible. And that yep. is a worse issue to have. You don't want to fucking throw fire on it. And like, I'm totally sure that nothing is going to happen for that very reason. If something was going to happen, I know that the government, that uh, uh, authorities have acted quicker for less. 
and the fact that yeah. nothing has happened yet proves the hesitation to do anything because the what's going to happen in response to it is going to be so much worse that's an issue. If there are a bunch of these assholes lingering on HN, if there's an army of them hanging out, just waiting for their turn, and you disconnect it, who says they don't all go to the streets at the same time? And they could orcas, they could plan it all out somewhere you can't even see it. I mean, it's going to be interesting, you know, but this also comes in the wake of, um, I don't, I don't know if you read the other day, you had, uh, I believe it was Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It was a few of the really big social media platforms uh, deleted um, Alex Jones, Milo, uh, some other guy that I hadn't really heard of. Basically, like kind of like fringe conservative talking heads. Yeah. Some some more deserving than others, I think. But basically, they're kind of trotting out the um, they broke our rules because they said mean things. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and demonetize them and kick them off the internet. Oh, yeah. All the left corners usually suffer. All the all the right-angled people suffer at the left nature of, like, Facebooks and Twitters and shit like that. It happens but consistently. Then yeah, so, I think um, – I'm not sure if YouTube is taking similar measures, but this is this is another kind of side kind of segue – into i guess the free speech wars that we've kind of enjoyed being absent from as one country in the western world that hasn't really fallen into this too hard but with basically the violence being spurred and the understanding or at least like a conventional understanding that we have now which is you know um this type of speech leads to violence yeah and therefore is violence and therefore is a hate crime as uh it's kind of propelling See, this that's forward. realistically the only freedom I think this country really does have, which is the freedom of speech. Everything else isn't really free. You have to jump through hoops for seemingly everything else. But freedom of speech is the one thing this country has clung on to for the longest. And you're definitely right. We're, we're, we're leading towards a, a dark period where the last free speech zone on the planet, which is the United States, or a place without government entirely... But uh, the last free speech existing place that we can be on the internet saying anything we want, we could be on the streets and say whatever the fuck we want to, to no consequence, is the United States. And that seems to be on its way out because of situations like this. And that brings me back to, to the tinfoil hat paranoid situation that this could definitely be some sort of attack. If there is somebody that benefits off of this, or maybe it could be a government attack itself. Maybe we just want to control people more and have legislation on along those lines. Let's go send out a couple of people to do these things, forcing these laws to be added into legislation. And then the people asked for it. I mean, I... I mean, in my all of my paranoia, I screamed very similar things when the Vegas shooting happened. I was like, "This is a fucking setup." This is, I was like, "Just look at look at all of these things, you know, going into account with uh with the Vegas shooting." I was like, "This is this just screams fucking conspiracy." Um, now you know these instances, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, one part, one part of me, like tenfold hat paranoia, wants to be like, this is obviously 
um, a hand moving. This is cards being played, right? But then on the other on the other hand, you know, I can't help but think this is just the absurdity of the times. Man, and... see when you put it like that, I gotta agree with that too. That's that's the fucking problem that we can't tell the difference between when it is just a hand moving, when it is some sort of complex set of events that were staged, that were prepared, that were uh, set into motion for some greater purpose, or just total chaos. They look the same. Yeah. yeah. And not only not only do they look the same, they look the same and almost accomplish the same things. Because it's like if you, you want to kick up um, more discussion about uh, guns, the availability of guns to the American public, and then at the same time you want to kick up issues on free speech, enter Mr. Ernest, who are going to take both to their highest talking points. You, you got a guy walking in with a semi-automatic rifle in California who openly claims to be a white supremacist that wants to usher in a civil war in America. And, uh, I mean, how many, I mean, how many talking points, how many like political talking points can this truly encompass? I mean, it can be used, it can be used to spur legislation and spur outrage and, you know, fearful reaction. Here is is a dark set of events. that's going to come from this because of these two events, uh, specifically in the United States where people freak the fuck out anytime anything happens with guns and they think for whatever reason, if you get the government to make guns illegal in every instant, like the criminals aren't going to have them and the government isn't going to have it. But let's say in in the hand moving scenario, we go ahead and we force we force it. Now, it's no longer even an option. Fuck the Second Amendment. We get rid of that bitch. Now, the government and criminals are the only people with guns. So the government controls all the people whenever it wants. It could go into any neighborhood, control anyone it wants, whenever it wants, however it wants. Nobody could do anything about it. That doesn't stop the criminals in this instance from still going online and printing a fucking gun out. No, and it, it doesn't stop the uh, intersection of government becoming criminals either. Exactly. Because who's stopping which, them? I mean, like, let's just look at what's going on in Venezuela, not to get you know, too off topic, but I mean, you want to talk about like, let's take guns away from the public and then fast forward two years uh, after people are starving and kind of want to usher in a revolution in their country. And they're just kind of getting shot and run over by uh, the government's military who have the only guns. Yeah. That's um, I mean, that's an important lesson that shouldn't be missed or lost on us about what happens when you disarm an entire country because people forget the point of guns in the first place we we focus on this guy went into a church and uh unloaded he he went ahead and he unloaded his gun took out a couple of people and we we lose sight of the fact that what if they had guns then what then what happens to that that guy well that was one of the things i was i was getting like some conflicting reports about was uh, apparently there was a man in there that had a gun i'm not sure uh, I keep hearing very different accounts of exactly what happened inside, which I mean is understandable. It, I'm sure. I mean, it was exceptionally traumatic for everyone there. But you know, there was apparently one guy was like a border patrol agent that had a gun on him. Um, I I couldn't get any like certainty on whether or not he fired back. I was listening to interviews with a rabbi 
of the synagogue. I didn't hear him talk about it. Uh, but then you, you saw some other people that were kind of trying to kind of trot out the motif of like a good guy with a gun stopped the bad guy with a gun. Then apparently there was like a, a army veteran that was there that charged him and made him get scared and run away. Um, then some people say, no, that's not what happened. His weapon jammed and that's why he ran away. And um, it's there's a, there's a lot of high strangeness even within that own context. But I think what, what's important is, you know, this is this is going to bring up more debate about the AR-15, which is like if, if anyone with any sense knows if we're going to pass kind of sweeping legislation in the United States, uh, it's going to start with kind of small strides. Uh, the first one was, you know, the Vegas shooter who uh, the the accepted story is that he shot all of those people outside of his hotel. Yeah. Uh, with a with a bump stocked something. Uh, you know, bump stocked AR-15, bump stocked AK-47. When you actually look at the amount of firearms he had, uh, it's a it gets a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Because he more than likely he did not do that with a bump stocked weapon. There's no way it had to he, be some sort of fully automatic thing going on. It, it it was it was a lethal killing machine, not some fucking trailer park bump stocked bullshit that you're shooting at like water barrels because you know you just want to have fun. I mean, the bump stock is such a ridiculous piece of technology in the first place to assume any type of. Uh, operator or any type of like for you know, 500 injured it was no fucking bump stock they could kiss my ass for 500 injured that guy potentially had an AK-47 aimed out of a window with a bunch of magazines right next to him that he could just keep for refilling drums, with drums and drums of ammo yeah and uh, I mean yeah the, like uh, like I said but but what did we get fixated on the bump stock yep yep just because it's the first what, thing they dropped and it's now. what the fucking it's what media outlets focused on they said bump stock these guys repeated bump stock without looking any deeper without checking out the type of rounds that were fired without seeing how massive the damage was which would be impossible with a stupid fucking bump stock there's no way that guy is pulling a, what the hell is his hand the fastest thing in the freaking world get the hell out of here it's not working that way it's well, I mean that, and then like, look at what happens. You know, bump stocks are illegal now. No one cares really because they were just a dumb toy. Yes, like no, no serious gun enthusiast would ever use a bump stock unless it was just like I'm going to shotgun a beer and shoot up a tree, because look how fun this is. But moving away from that, if you're going to use a gun in any serious way for home defense, assault, or any any way you're going to use a gun. A bump stock is not a viable option. It, it sacrifices every positive aspect of a high-platform weapon. It sacrifices all of the positive aspects of a high-platform, high-capacity, high-rate-of-fire weapon and sacrifices uh, accuracy for rate of fire. Yeah, I think that's the biggest not... problem, uh, the rate of fire. In the Vegas shooting particularly, there was a specific section quite far away from the firing area, and that was a very focused spot, with accuracy being probably the thing that goes out the window the hardest. There's no way there wouldn't just have been a spray. There's no freaking way. A spray 
is the only way but you you catch 500 people in a small little window of places and you can follow the trail of fire steadily from one point to the other it's ridiculous to assume that this man has sniper level of accuracy to just follow a steady trail of aiming through a crowd but like you said that's the one thing that got targeted when it's in all likelihood, the least probable thing that was used there. We're talking 500 people in small radius that all got attacked, 59, 60 of which uh, were killed within that same small area. But again, media tossed a single word out. And, and that, you know, and that, that went away a lot faster than I would have liked it to. Uh, people really stopped talking about the Vegas shooting very quickly. And I understand it's probably for a multitude of reasons. A, it's frightening. Uh, B, there's no good answers. And uh, but I think C, to a certain extent, is it was like this is obviously something bad, something wrong happened here. And I'm not simply talking about the murders. I'm talking like past that, which I know the, uh, makes me sound like an asshole. Yeah, the surrounding things. Yeah, the the. Yeah, the conditions surrounding this entire thing. Something bad happened. Something went really wrong. And they want to chalk it and, off to it just being a disturbed individual, but this disturbed yeah. individual had legal ownership of quite a couple of uh of overpowered weapons. He had ownership oh, I mean, of uh quite he was a killing machine beforehand and he got it without being a disturbed individual he was a successful individual a wealthy man nevertheless it was there was something taking place there so yeah something really weird happened there i mean i have my theories i don't want to get into them because i don't want to just look like an idiot uh you know out of context but when you dig into the vegas shooting the the amount of high strangeness even involved in that is just remarkable um the the fact that he didn't have like a manifesto and you know didn't align himself with like a political camp i guess adds to the high strangeness where we would just assume that would happen as you said that i was about to say like what if we're looking at this the wrong way and where we think it started is not where it started but a different domino much later down the line and like the Vegas shooting that is also a sort of massive attack in the last what, like four or five years in the same yeah. vicinity of take out a bunch of people. It, did that guy kill himself? Is that what happened there? I don't even remember. Uh, they say he did. That's uh, they say he did. Um, uh, to be honest, most of the things that have been said about the 2017 Las Vegas shooting is. Um, I can't separate what is just an outright lie, what is weird, what doesn't make sense. Oh, none of it makes sense. Um, but yeah, he killed 58 people, wounded 422. Uh, the ensuing panic saw an injury to a total of 851 people. Uh, none of it makes sense. He fired more than 1,100 rounds of ammunition. This is the official report. Uh no, no, we'll no, no. See. this is ridiculous. This is super ridiculous. I, I, man, I don't want to say it's part of the bigger picture, but it could be. Like, there's no connecting lines that are obvious, minus the fact that it's a a white guy killing a bunch of people again. Minus a, a retired that auditor, 
a retired auditor, real estate businessman who lived in a retirement community in Mesquite, Nevada. It's like, yep, <laughs> yep, this sounds like it. This sounds like the guy. It's uh, it's unreal. Yeah. It's, I don't even but, know, man. This is it's too frequent. It's too frequent. Uh, the frequency is definitely uh, uh, making it too normalized. We're, we're all yeah. caring less. We're giving less of a shit. This second one came through. The reaction was, oh my God, the tragedy at the synagogue. No, it was, it, it was okay. It just happened. Well, I mean, that's ultimately where we're getting to. We're, we're getting to the point where the American people are almost unimpressed by stuff like this now. Yeah. Because we're conditioned to it to a certain extent where like the things like this happen and we know, we know about it, but in the same vein, something like the Vegas shooting happens there. You, that's not just a happenstance of a deranged man, uh, doing deranged things. This, this was way stranger than that. And then now, you know, we have like, you know, obviously people have targeted religious groups since the inception of religious groups. That's always been a thing and it's always going to be a thing. There will always be animosity. There will always be violence against religions. It doesn't matter which religion they, they, they will all have it. But now it's like you have them putting out manifestos and calling on people on the Internet to radicalize and mobilize and seek violence and you know now you know now they're um aligning themselves with white supremacist movements and uh you know getting vengeance for the destruction of Europe and on and on and on and on so it's like it's like gun violence doesn't scare us anymore but now we're going to take gun violence and we're going to throw it in with some white supremacy and some like religious uh zeal, you know religious zealots doing it and now it's scarier you know now we're more like this will get our attention better yeah, we have to push the envelope. That's where we are. We are definitely at the place where we're going to keep pushing the envelope. And eventually it went from schools. But you know what? Kids are just people at this point. And some, sometimes it's kids doing it. We're over that one. So let's take it to a church and uh, say it's because of race and see what happens then. And after that gets watered down, we see enough of it. Uh, we're, we're leading towards the point where somebody taking down an entire building is going to be commonplace. And we're just going to be like, oh, well, it was smaller than that other building. Yeah. Yeah, at least it wasn't, you know, 9-11. Yeah, at least it wasn't 9-11. So, that already happened. This guy's a bitch. He couldn't do that well. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, did you see the um, the guy in California actually tried to stream his shooting? Yes, he, he put a he link and somehow couldn't uh, manage to get the, the link to work. Yeah, he, he messed up with setting up the software for streaming. Uh, he didn't he didn't configure it correctly so he wasn't he was recording but he wasn't streaming to anyone yeah that was ridiculous he was using the same equipment to record like a head cam trying to pull off that same uh first person view does anybody know if that was I, the case i haven't seen anyone talking about it all i saw was that he attempted to live stream it but i mean we can assume he yeah. had a gopro strapped to his head yeah trying to pull off the same fucking thing exactly it's so it's terrible but fascinating i'm uh, highly intrigued and uh sadly as horrible as it is to say this i do think this is just two steps to one that's potentially quite several different steps and uh it's if it if it happens again it's gonna be 
at a church. It's not going to be a mosque or synagogue again. It's going to be at a church. I mean, to if we, if we want to get everyone involved, so it's like, okay, well, we've pissed off Muslims with uh, the shooting in New Zealand. Now we've pissed off uh, Jews with this guy in California. So who's next? Christians. Christians for sure. If we're going to get this shit show started, we need to get the three biggest religions in the world pissed off. And the, oh and man, then, it's such a troll that they're claiming to be on one side and then attacking a different religion that a different in quotation marks here that comes from the same sort of a, a pagan origin. That's yeah, another but, weird fucking thing that they're they're not going out of their way and attacking like some Middle Eastern alternative. They're they're attacking specifically yeah. the their the cousin. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going after these are all um, uh, religions that follow the God of Abraham. So it, it's it's strange. You know, that's why I think, you know, even to a certain extent, like it's high strangeness in almost any way you cut it. We have been conditioned to think that, you know, this is more typical of like um, extremist uh, Islam where, you know, they they think that, you know, certain sects of uh, they're basically a bastardization of Islam makes them, you know, infidels and heretics, and therefore they should be met with violence. But when you come from the other directions, which uh, would be, you know, Judaism and Christianity, it's there's a lot of conflicting things there where if you're going to use the scripture to kind of support or propagate your violence against these other religions, you're also taking the same scripture that tells you to a certain extent that they're your brothers. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of confliction there, which is why I don't necessarily understand it. But to complete, if if we're going to complete this shit show circle, the next step is going to be a Christian attack of some type perpetrated by. I mean, it might be kind of similar to, um, you know, the same vein as uh, the. the shooter, I believe it was in Charleston that shot up the uh, traditionally um, black church. Yeah. It's going to be something in that vein, which – and it'll be really interesting to see where it's like you know a Christian white male, white supremacist decided to go shoot up a Christian black church. Yeah. What I think will be happening uh, along those lines will be – uh, one of two ways it'll be, and it sort of confirms some of our questions and doubts and ideas on this, are that if it is a person within that age bracket or near that age bracket, it is definitely a visible set of dominoes falling, people impressed at way too young of an age by what happened in New Zealand, imitating it because they clicked on the link at the wrong time and saw it happen, and they've been sort of warped by it. If it is a person who's uh, too far in age, we have a different set of questions to ask because these are people who've experienced different sets of tragedies in their life for them to be influenced so easily by one of these things that is potentially saying shit they wouldn't even understand. Let's say a 60-year-old goes and does the same shit, then we have 
a lot of different questions to ask about how or what the fuck is going on at that point, because we can't say that it's somebody who's been brainwashed by the same thing, especially if they turn out to not have been visiting the same things, but jumped in for the sake of making the same statements, posting the same things, whether or not they seem to understand what they're doing, if the message ultimately looks the same, but digging deeper tells us that this person could not have been involved in these things, we have a visible set of cards being played. I think with a third incident, which tragically seems fucking inevitable because of how crazy the stupid planet is becoming as time goes by, but with a third incident, we're going to have a lot of questions answered, and I do think it will take that shape. Like you say, it's going to look like... The, the, ultimately, the idea would be uh, hitting as many different bullet points as you possibly can, so you go in, you you attack... Yeah. And you not just hit the Christian faith, but hey, fuck it, we're racially attacking anyways. Yeah, fucking make it's, it's, it. a race, it's a racial religious attack. Yes, just yeah. stack up all um, the things you possibly can. Because we, we're used to religious violence, but racial religious violence? That's, that's new. That's uh, Yeah, that's pushing the envelope that, that's too different. far. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, you know, it's sad, like. Like obviously, and I, I hate to even have to say this. Um, I don't support violence. Yeah, I'm not um, supporting it either. But I'm not, I'm not a big. I feel like do, do we have to say that? Is that is that where we are in society? Look, uh, realistically, realistically, I'm glad you brought it up because we might have to because this could totally be warped. Like they might misunderstand the point of this mental exercise we're doing and think oh they're supporting the guy they're saying go and do the thing no we're not saying to anybody go and do the thing if anything don't fucking go and kill anybody what is the point what are you getting by killing somebody but i mean the stupid fucking pattern tells us it's almost fucking inevitable that some jackass is going to be impressed by some bullshit and go do something or some asshole with too much money is somehow orchestrating bullshit to happen regardless of what the case might be we're not supporting it we're just speculating on what the fuck could be happening and trying to come up with answers i mean answers that aren't just drivel being spoon-fed to you uh because that's that fits the narrative that we've come to accept uh they're they're the amount of people jumping onto this stuff to straight lie and uh, kind of promote or propagate their own uh, political and social motives is disturbing. I'm not going to say it's as disturbing as the violent acts themselves, but damn near it, it is really weird. It's really weird how this is, you know, these, you know what, you know what, fair enough are being uh, on that point, and- I'll say it, it's definitely as bad. Anybody who jumps on the bandwagon to try to support their own cause is worse because they're not even seeing the tragedy as a tragedy. The person who went in there saw taking life as a way to accomplish something. The people using the scene, the scenario, the set of events that led to the life being lost, see it as a tool to push a story they believe in. Those are two drastically different types of dark, and one of them is darker, not because they're committing the act, but because the act doesn't even hold the impression that it should on them. They don't even see the value in how horrible it is that people died. The shooter even yeah. saw that. It's just a polit- it's political opportunism yeah. you know, on the backdrop of murder. So I would say that the people using the fucking event to their advantage are worse than the shooter and the shooter's a goddamn monster they're i mean they're all monsters and we we just live in a world full of monsters the the only thing you can do is try to ask questions 
and and try to understand in a better way than what they're telling you because these i mean just reading these articles you you can tell that no one really knows what the fuck is going on and they're offering all these really comforting you know narratives and these easy to digest, you know, summarizations of something that quite literally could be just absurd, ultra violence, yep. indicative. Of you the hit it on the head. It's comfort, bro. You hit it on the head. It's all for comfort. People want. It's the same as a person who falls into religion, not because uh, a question was answered, but because they have no answers. And they're just looking for, like, give me, where do I come from? Tell me where I came from. It's the same idea that we are unwilling to look internally and try to understand so we dive into religion, any religion, whichever first one is thrown at us. Yep, that's it. The same scenario is happening right now with media. It's like, if I think about it too hard, I might uncover dark truths. Somebody's willing to give me a happy alternative. I'll take that. And that's sort of the condition of where we are. Crap will happen and we can't face it. So we'll take whatever happiest message somebody can put in place of whatever tragedy took place. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's, it's going to be weird to see where this goes. I, I think, I think, you know, the fact that we kind of called out that this might spur copycat and it did in the ways uh, we did Jesus way Christ. faster, yes. way faster than I thought it was going to happen. Yeah. We predicted quite a bit down the line. We definitely said the same events would play out way down the line. We were talking five, 10 years when these, when the children, the younger half of the bracket we mentioned where we're entering their uh, adolescence and and getting into their more developed states of mind after being uh, after having such a deep impression by accidentally clicking onto something that looked like a video game to them, and it turned out one it was definitely the age range we suspected would be doing it, but it was somebody already there now, and that yeah. is fucking astounding. That blows my mind that we hit so much. The only thing we got wrong, if anything, is the fact that we thought a person within that same age would do it about 10 years from now. Yeah, at least down the road. But things move. I mean, and that's the that's moving into the fact that we're old men now, you know, like we like we can't keep up with these young people and everything moves faster. A million times. Even though, like, I've been on the Internet my entire life everything still is moving faster than i thought possible yeah and it's going to be faster every single day and with these things forcing sort of tragic development even faster in young age people we're talking anywhere between nine to like 14 who were just watching these events happen their minds got warped and solidified with that warp quickly what we consider to be fast to them is the slowest shit imaginable because they saw the most yeah. adult shit happen in a young, young period of time. They're adult now. They're just adult overnight. That just fucking happened by watching one video. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's a, it's a destruction of innocence. It's a destruction of a lot of things. And it's a, our, our inability, you know, to, to look away or, you know, not share the video or not talk about the video, you know, propels it even further. That's fucking crazy. But sadly fascinating. It's it sucks. 
It sucks. It's in some weird fucking place, dude. It kind of pisses me off, all jokes aside. I get enraged. I like knowing. I like knowing a lot. I don't know if that's, like, obvious, but yeah, I like knowing. The, the My existence is based on breaking apart information until the abstract parts make perfect sense. And it infuriates me that this has... Once you break it down to its abstract nature, there's like 9 million parts and all of them still look like a whole piece to some other shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's analyze and interpret. You know, we can't help but do it. We want to know. We want to understand. And the further you delve into this, the it, start, it starts making even less and less sense unless yeah. you want to take it to it, at an absurd level of just conspiracy and paranoia. We're at the point that we, the only way to really send some of this home is to have the individual in front of us. And this is the one fucking case where having the individual in front of us is probably going to confuse us more. Yeah. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if they're going to like gag order this dude and do his, if he's going to go to trial. I, I haven't seen any information about that yet. Look, um, the best like when we recorded the best idea would like be when we recorded the New Zealand episode. You know, we knew that he was uh, going. You know, we thought he might go to trial because he was taken alive, and then you know that was confirmed. But we haven't seen a lot about it. I don't know how hush hush it's going to be, or if they're going to give this guy a platform to keep talking because I mean he he has a captive audience right now. Yeah, uh, the whole the whole world will be listening. Uh, so I don't know if they'll they'll understand the amount of power that gives him. Oh, man, they have they can't they can't put this this fuck they can't put this on TV they can't put this on the internet but they're fucking going to. No matter what anybody likely. says, no matter how hard they try, this is somehow going to land on television. They could try to shut it down. They could understand. Look, if we give them attention, it's gonna. But no, news requires ratings. People who own news outlets have money. Money opens doors. And that... Well, I mean, it's the same thing. What are you going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, it's the same thing uh, on this Vox article. Let me just read you the headline. 8chan, a nexus of radicalization for the Poe and Christchurch shooters. Explained. And then they go on to decry 4chan and decry 8chan as, uh, you know, kind of militant white supremacist uh, corners of the internet. And then they say, you know, no one should go there. But by the way, you can access them here, here, and here. But that's not the issue. The issue is we got to stem, uh, you know, the new generation of recruits heading into these websites. But again, you can find them here, here, and here. And, uh, you know, this other board is kind of weird. By the way, QAnon conspiracy theory, uh, you can find that here. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're just adding, they're just adding fuel to the fucking fire. Because it gets and, attention, man. See, anybody yeah, who is against the situation is going to go and read that and have their things confirmed. But anybody who's trying to find the links, hey, I just found an article with all the links to all the places. You can just, here, I'll share you the article so you can find the website. Let's go check it out, man. Yeah. And like I said, as much as they pretend to care, it, that that if it is true and they do care, or even if they're feigning caring about it, um, that takes a backdrop to the profitability of just giving it out same with uh, i'm i'm sure if it wasn't against the law these websites would have the uh actual shooting uh video video embedded somewhere in the article to be yeah, like definitely know, viewer discretion advised you know this is exceptionally traumatic but check this out totally sure reminds me of uh 9 
it is something totally traumatic, yeah, something can't, horrible, can't but it was on every channel for days. For yeah, days, dude. It. Can't stop playing it. It's crazy. It's the same idea. It's it's profitable. People want to, oh my god, the plane, this channel's playing the actual impact moment. Let's go look. Yep. It's the same fucking idea, dude. This is just tragedy after tragedy. It's fucked up. Oh well. I don't I don't even know what the fuck, dude. I don't even know how else to uh process this shit because it's it is ridiculous that we are at this point, but it's the it's where we are. It's just what it is at the time. Yep. All right, dude. Thank you for coming here and helping me fucking break this apart. I'm gonna try to send this out immediately. Probably be up by like tomorrow or some shit. But um, dude, it's all good. I mean, it was as as soon as I saw what had happened the day the original uh discussion was released, I was like, well, there's part two. Shit. Yeah, dude, you don't even understand, yeah. dude. I'm not even naming this anything special. It's just gonna be bonus with the name of the original, so that people know where to find the follow up to this shit. Because fucking ridiculous, dude. The fact that this and so close to we are just finished talking about the previous one. We just did yeah. that, and here, here's a second one, dude. It's just that common. The yep. day that shit went up, it happened again. That's how common this is. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's high strangeness, and I feel like it's only getting started. Yeah. Um. But I mean, we'll see. If anything, at least we'll see yeah. you know, as much as we can. And if, uh, sadly, if any other horrible thing happens, I hope you don't mind. I'm probably gonna harass you to come back here, and we can break that shit apart. No. Uh, at this point i have an obligation to yeah <laughs> sadly dude but, this is fucked but, up but, like, but jesus christ let people know like where I they said, can find my, you my, dude my prediction for the next one it's going to be a church and it's going to be racially motivated more than likely and it's going to it's going to tie into the all the same narratives that have already been established yes. I, now i do think one thing will be different i think this time it's going to be someone who has a 3d printed um assault rifle or parts or modifications for their rifle were 3d printed definitely that but could that. definitely be the case uh uh i do think the surrender is going to be probably one of the main attractions that I, especially i'll focus on if it does happen again is if they surrender exactly the same way that they just kind of yeah. did this incident drove away parked somewhere called the cops on themselves and just waited and uh i do think the the age bracket dude that's going to be such a deciding factor because if it's this what happened i was gonna say well the also you know i i think it's really strange when you look at these people and they they want to spread a message and they want to um they want to you know mobilize the media to do their bidding for them which the media is gladly willing to do one thing that i think is strange is that there hasn't been like a hostage situation yeah where they they could where they could just be, it could be all eyes on me for, you know, feasibly a couple of days. Wow. If it was about getting the, the message out, yeah, it would definitely, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Hey, just put this on TV and I'll let them go. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk, let me talk to America and uh, I'll let them go. Wow. And I'm surprised we haven't seen that yet to a certain extent. See, that kind of shit is the shit that puts me in the state of mind to say that there's something so much bigger taking place. Because if it was just about a certain message, there you go. Easiest route imaginable. Yeah, but at the same time, too, um, you know, that you might not, if there is kind of like a hand moving that's kind of t toppling these dominoes, you might not want that kid 
talking. You know, not not until he's in custody. So that you can control exactly what it is. You don't want just panic response. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like, you know, sometimes you don't want your puppet speaking out of turn. Yeah, man. See, that's uh, that's the point. If it's something bigger, this makes more sense that it's happening this way than if somebody were to just, hey, I want to get a message out. I'm going to hold these people and then you let me talk and then they could go. You don't even have to kill anybody for that. Nobody has to die. Yeah. Hold a bunch of people hostage. Get your message out. You're done. But that doesn't happen. We have dudes go in unload call the cops on himself get in the car drive the fuck off yeah like i said man high it's it's high strangeness on the backdrop of just sheer violence and uh it's it's tragic as shit and well i mean we'll see where it goes yeah dude, so you know stay tuned we'll be back we'll be back next week <laughs> for the for, for the for the never-ending uh cycle to analyze of and garbage yes dude i don't even know dude like based on how it's gonna happen in australia or canada i'll say that much australia canada or england yep. it seems to be a, a primary white based uh, uh areas with it's hitting uh, the western world yeah. yes for sure western world attack because this Outside of the Western world, this happens a lot. We don't talk about it as much because it's not in our backyard. Yeah, we don't care. We li yeah. literally that's why because we don't care. So yeah, but uh, no, I think I think that that's a that's also a good indication. So we have one in New Zealand. We've had one in the United States, and but I mean we've had a few in the United States, but you know that are kind of fitting this kind of new pattern we're seeing. So the next one more than likely might be in Canada. Yeah. And and I think it's going to I think because there's also been a lot of talking points about the availability to 3D print weapons. And I know a lot of people don't like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to be a next talking point where someone's going to 3D print um, a lot of components or 3D print an entire gun. And this will be used to circumvent laws and circumvent the availability of the weapon in a place where it's not as available, which would be Canada. Yes. Oh my God. And, that being uh, said, England is also probably prime target for printing a weapon. And then they're, they're going to perpetrate a violent, a heinous and violent crime in the name of some type of racially and religious motivated or, or religious and racial motiv motivation. Probably claim Islamic and attack Christian. Yeah, that would that would be the easiest right now. Yeah. And uh but, followed by calling the cops on himself. Yep, and peacefully surrendering. Yep. So fucked up. So, God damn it. Just so yep. fucked up. But anyway, we'll see, Jack. Yeah, dude. Thank you for being here, dude. As dark as uh, this exiting point is, uh let people know where they can find you so they could go Look at a uh, lighter, much lighter. This isn't normally <laughs> what this man does, people. It's it gets lighter. It's just it's the only person I can talk to to depth on something this dark. Uh, so I'm Blake. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Blake Escape, and I am one third of a comedy podcast called Tap Snaps. And uh, you can find us on Twitter and all streaming platforms. It's a, a much lighter uh, d discussions much. and uh, hypotheticals. And, uh, but you know, Jack, it's always a, it's always a pleasure, uh, talking with you. 
Yeah, dude, I admire for sure. Your, I admire your ability to look at things and dissect them without, you know, necessarily falling into the traps that are usually given to us. Yeah, dude, and same to you, dude. It's not easy to find somebody who can just sort of play with information rather than believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's also the thing, too, and that that's, that's with things like this, you know, people get very emotional and very upset, and then just having two people calmly try to dissect it and rationalize it almost seems like an affront yeah. to the entire thing. When really is it's the responsible way of digesting shit like this. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, the choice of words. It's the responsible way because if you're looking for answers, believing the most uh sensationalized version that's flung at you is not the way to go. You're just believing stories at that point. You have to sort of find out what you think is going on with the information, and that is something you and I have sadly with horrible situations made uh custom. Yeah, well, I mean, it's because I've grown up in it, you know, and I'm I'm used to it. And it's like until it actually happens to me or someone I love, I'm able to have this kind of detached backdrop to it. Yeah. yeah, I'm detached from it to a certain extent, and that's that's the that's the sad state of the world we live in. Yeah, sadly, dude, this is so fucked up. But what the hell can we do? Uh, the best we could do is, you know, try to rationalize it, try to give ourselves comfort by trying to find the most valid, solid information, even if we don't have all the answers. At least we we have conclusions based on reason rather than emotion. And I feel more comfort in that than just emotionally responding to something that's potentially completely wrong. Same, and uh, I I can't begin to uh, decry the. Uh the the news outlets and the blogs and all of them that are just jumping on this to promote some uh political uh maneuver at the at the best and at the worst they just want clicks the, they want to monetize they want to monetize this uh tragedy uh to profit yeah they're benefiting off of outrage is, culture yeah which you know is it's just another monster in of itself in an age of monsters that are emerging all around us. Yeah, the world run by them, dude. There's nothing else left in the planet but a bunch of monsters with deep pockets and monsters looking for deep pockets. Yep. But uh, anyway, well, like I said, uh, I'll be in touch with you, Jack, and we'll we'll hop on the next one in this series. Yeah, dude. See, and the third, like the third one's going to be interesting because it, it might confirm the pattern that we're suspecting, yes. or it might just, or it might just show us that we're overthinking it and that this is way more absurd and random. I don't even know what I feel more comfort with. At, I gotta be honest. At, at this point, <laughs> at this point, there, yeah, the, this point, comfort's going out the window. Yeah, dude. It um, doesn't matter which one happens. I'm horrified, regardless. Yeah. All right, Jack. I'm going to let you go, brother. Word up, dude. I appreciate you being here very much. And, uh, you know, I'll harass you for the next one, sadly, that I I don't Uh, doubt is somewhere around the corner. Oh, it's all good, man. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Peace out, dude. Thanks for being here. Peace. Okay. Well, that was just as dark as predicted and uh, quite tragic. I, I want to say one last time, we don't condone any sort of violence. We don't want anything like this to continue happening but we are just using information to build sort of a a thought bubble and see what what potentially we could pull out of this information so please don't go out and commit these tragedies please this is ridiculous the fact that this has happened at all and uh thank you for listening uh you can find the podcast 
at JustConvoPod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the official uh, website, GreatThoughts.info. The podcast is on that, on iTunes, on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and any other place you get your podcast. Uh, if you got any any thoughts, any additional information on this, anything you think we didn't think about that makes some sort of sense, don't just emotionally respond. We we made it a thing to sort of work with information we have here. So if you have any thoughts on it, you can uh you can go comment, leave us information on it, tell tell us your thoughts, uh, rate the show, the review it. Let somebody you who you know might be interested in this type of show to anybody, but this type of episode, be selective who you 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 show this to. Some people uh, have personal attachment to these situations because it happened to them. Don't just go up to them and be like, "Hey, somebody's talking about what happened to you." That's not cool. Um, but somebody who might be particularly paranoid about it and wants maybe some kind of thought out answer because they can't because they're too emotional. That that might be the right person to show. I'm not sure. I don't know who you show something like this. This is a weird follow-up, I guess. Anyways, uh, I will say this as loud as possible this time. Take nothing personal. We are just having conversation. It is the Just Conversation podcast. Take nothing personal. And uh, thank you for listening. Adios. Adios.